back to a fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. I'm JR, joined as always with Lucas. That's right. Been a couple weeks, but things yeah, have happened. Stuff has moved. So. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit, uh, you know, we had the flu run around my house last week. Yeah. Um, we did some kitchen remodels this week, which, by the way, sounded like a great thing to do when it was 70 during the week. But Sunday morning when it was 14 degrees. It's cold. It was. It was cold. I guess it was all inside, so. Yeah, that's when you do inside stuff. Yeah, but. You don't want to be outside. It would have been nice to be able to, like, have the garage door open while I was painting Mm, and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, can't win them all. Um, (laughs) Speaking of not being able to win them all, let's talk about free agency. I thought you were immediately going to lead into uh, the Washington Commanders. Like, can't win them all. Some people. <laughs> the Twitter video of the one dude trying to like come up with the chant for the commanders. Have you seen it? I have not. Uh, he's standing there and there's like he's got all the commander gear on, and he's like, "We are commanders." Bum 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 bum. bum. <laughs> I hope they do that. Yeah, that would be good. And then they, I hope they get sued by farmers. They insurance. need an insurance policy on their quarterback. So, uh, I guess we'll start with some quarterback moves. All so right. We'll start there with the commanders. Um, they traded a 12-pack um, of Pro-V1s <laughs> and an Otis Spunkmeyer chocolate chocolate chip muffin, both nice things, yeah. to the Colts for Carson Wentz. Yes. I think there was a draft pick swap. Like so, it looked like the Colts got something, but essentially yeah, they, they got, got back a seventh round in addition, and they sent a third rounder for this year and a third rounder for next year. Right, but the Commanders are also picking up Carson Wentz's entire salary, which Three I guess means something. There's no more Heineke. Yeah, we're going to go straight with Wentz, um, which I feel awesome about. <laughs> right. Like, I'm sure your Dallas Cowboys are going to be excited for Trayvon Diggs to boost his interception numbers by playing Carson Wentz twice a year. Man, the bad plays are so bad. They are. Some of the plays are unbelievable. They are. I think McAfee does a good job of just driving Carson Wentz. He's like, it's a heart attack. Like he, like the good is good. Like he can be really good, but the bad is just so. So bad, it's unreal. It's just so bad. He always brings up the play. Yeah, it's like he put a football on the ground and used it to hold himself up on a on like the final drive of the to game. Throw into triple coverage. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's right. He did all of those things. I think uh, Dan Orlovsky. I heard him. They were talking, asking about Wentz, and he's like, he's like, last year I said he can learn to do these things. It's like he can't. He can't learn. <laughs> He does, he hasn't. I don't think he. I don't at this point. I don't think. I think he is what he is. Yeah. Like he can be really good, and he can be absolutely the worst. He's a very tall Fitzpatrick. He's a, he's that a little better is, version of Fitzpatrick. That apparently teammates don't like. Yeah, he's a little better version of Fitzpatrick. Maybe depends. I I think he is. So they he, were trying his, to rank NFC East quarterbacks now. Uh, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, and Daniel Jones. I think they got Tyrod Taylor in New York now, don't they? As a backup. Oh, they back, really? Said they backup. said he's a backup? They said that's a stupid decision. Uh, 
Would you think Brian Dable? I think Brian Dable was in Buffalo when Tyrod Taylor was there. Yeah. Before they got Josh Allen. So maybe there's something to do there. He does like to run with the quarterback. Although Daniel Jones, very athletic. He really is. You wouldn't think for this, a guy who looks like he belongs. He looks like a white guy that went to Duke. Yeah, he does. And you don't think he would be fast. A hundred percent. He is. Yeah, he he really is. I mean, what was it two years ago? He had the fastest uh, he, QB run when Lamar Jackson was MVP. He also got absolutely he also tripped on the ten yard line. That he year, also but, got absolutely obliterated against the Cowboys last year. I think you could see the slobber coming out of his mouth when he got hit. It was ridiculous. But uh, Carson wins for, you know, a box of purview ones and a muffin. Mm-hmm. It's sent from Indianapolis to, which, by the way, the Colts have no backup plan. They're like, yeah, they anything is better than that. Yeah, they literally just sent, they're like, we're moving on to what? Any, whatever. Yeah, we we'll see care. what happens. We'll figure it out. I've heard they really like Mariota. Um, I've also seen rumors of Baker Mayfield to Indianapolis because That's not he put out his uh, – uh, he basically put his home, Cleveland Stadium, on Zillow <laughs> and said, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, I wonder funny. if other teams are going to let them use their stadium in uh, progressive in commercials. Progressive commercials now for Baker Mayfield. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um but we got to keep moving. There's a bunch of stuff talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, another trade for quarterback. Um, Denver sent two first-round picks, and they swapped some other picks with Seattle to get Russell Wilson. Yes. Um, I think it was the same amount of picks that were traded to New York to get Jamal Adams. Mm. Is the same picks they got back. Mm. Um so everyone just went absolutely nuts about this, yeah. about this trade. And now all oh, the AFC West has Herbert and Mahomes and Wilson and Derek Carr loaded. I replied to that tweet with, they all had one combined playoff win last year. Ooh. Well, that's true. But when they're all in the same division, it's hard to have more than that. Russell Wilson wasn't in the same division. That's true. That's true. The other three. I still believe that Derek Carr on Denver would be more successful than Russell Wilson in Denver. I'm not ready to buy that yet. I'm not. I like Derek Carr. I really do. I do. But but I think that he's a better team quarterback than Russell Wilson. He plays within himself more often than Russell Wilson does. I know Russell doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but the – the goal here is if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, it's a failure. Period. That's not, but there's no way that's going to happen. I know, but that's like, not that's, even a realistic. That's the precedence. Is it? Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, wins Super He's Bowl. He's not Tom Brady. Matthew Stafford goes to L.A., wins Super Bowl. Russell Wilson, but he doesn't goes have the team. Denver. But he doesn't have the team around him that Matthew Stafford. Did. Everyone says they've been a quarterback away. He, d- a quarterback away from being pretty good, not from being a Super Bowl team. That's what that and this also I think they're third place in their division at best. Uh I would agree with that. They they're not, not they're not gonna beat out the Chiefs. Nope. And they're not gonna beat out the Chargers. Nope. That's so to me, it doesn't make sense for Denver to do this. So, like I get that you just don't want to suck forever. You want to make a move and be better. Right. Is now really the time? You got Mahomes and Herbert, so, arguably the two best. They keep saying that they have all this talent. I don't In think Denver? Jerry Judy's very good. I don't either. Uh, whoever Tim Patrick, I think's a pretty decent receiver. I like him a lot more than Judy. I agreed. 
and they traded away Fant, who I thought was their other big weapon. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know where's what they, the talent. Yeah, I don't see this, it either. He had Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, and and Rashad Penny slash Chris Carson running yeah. the ball. They won uh, again. It's numbers don't mean anything. They can say he had all these great numbers in Seattle, but the better his numbers got, the worse his team did. That's because part of it was his defense was pretty hot garbage. Well, yeah. That that helps the quarterback's numbers. Anyways, also in Denver, they got uh, Randy Gregory. They did? So that means that they are going to give up five yards on defense (laughs) at least ten times a game when he jumps off sides. (laughs) This man speaks from experience here. He was all the time. He lined up offsides. He did. All the time. He probably led the league in that. He had to, right? Who could have come close? I mean, and he did it at crucial points yeah. towards the end of the season. On like third and four. Yeah, he cost them. I mean, he cost them a lot. I think there was one. It was like fourth and three. They were going for it. And, <laughs> and he, he jumped, jumped off sides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the, not the, you know. Anyways, so there was a whole thing. Here's the deal. Randy Gregory was supposed to re-sign with the Cowboys for a $70 million deal, which the Cowboys made space for. Um, And... He backed out at the last minute. He claims that it's because they put in language about removing his guaranteed money, which is the Cowboys say is something they have in all their contracts. There have also been people that have reported it was in Randy Gregory's previous contract and like the picture of the contract with so, the statement. Like not quite as new as he wants people to think it is. Right, right. right. Yeah. Like this is this is they say it's in all the contracts except for Dax. Yeah. So it's not a new thing. It is just the way they do contracts in Dallas. He just decided he wanted to go to Denver, and that's the excuse he was going to use. He wanted to try to bury Dallas for it. Right. Which Jerry Jones says, really? Yeah. I got a woman saying that she's part of my fake family, and I don't really know what happened with that. There was one woman suing Jerry Jones because she said Jerry was her his father. This recently? Yeah, it was like maybe a month, a week or two ago. Oh, oh, I did hear this. Yeah, but yeah. like she had signed a non-disclosure agreement before she said anything. So now, like it's kind of like disappeared and no one's talking about it. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that's because of the NDA that she probably, probably. violated. And then she got some money and signed another one. <laughs> probably, yeah. If I had to guess. Yeah, probably. Never hear about that again. Yeah. We also will never hear about the emails in Washington ever again. Yeah. But we know there was more. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I want to clear something up about the Cowboys, because we're going to talk about possible free agents coming down here. Dallas Cowboys strategy in free agency for a very long time has been frustrating every big free agent's linked to Dallas because mm-hmm. you get to talk about Dallas, which boosts your ratings because a lot of fans. And it just seems like you can make it make sense because almost every player is from Texas, has some tie to Texas, and there's no state income tax. Mm-hmm. Dallas doesn't do that. They don't. They don't buy big free agents. They don't. Hardly ever. Most of the big players they acquire usually end up in the draft or through trades. They don't buy big in free agency. 
They probably yeah. That might be more true than most people think. Their their goal is to draft well and retain their talent. They will re-sign their guys. You say they spend a lot of money, but usually on re-signing guys, right? It, not on their goal in the offseason is to re-sign the guys they want to re-sign. So, like Cedric Wilson, they wanted to re-sign Cedric Wilson, but they were going to let him go test the waters. They didn't want Michael Gallup to test the waters. They wanted to sign him. Mm-hmm. They made that decision. Cedric Wilson got a lot more money than Dallas would have ever been willing to pay him. Yeah. Good for him. Like, go get it. But Dallas wasn't going to pay that. Especially seeing the upcoming rookie draft. Like, mm-hmm. and seeing the receivers that are in there. There's a lot of receivers. There is. Like, Chris Olave, uh, who's he? Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. There's, it's a good Burt. wide receiver. Like, it's a garbage quarterback draft. Yeah. But. Garbage Awful. quarterback draft. But Dallas doesn't spend big in free agency. The On first, outside talent. Right. On the first like two weeks, they don't sign anybody. You won't see their name pop up ever. All those big deals where people were throwing just stupid money at people. Oh, <laughs> Jacksonville, Christian Kirk. I remember a couple years ago, uh, Kansas City signed Sammy Watkins. Just yeah. some absolute ridiculous deal. Yeah, for him to play seven games. Like Dallas wanted him, but they're like, we can't pay that. Whenever DeMarco Murray was a free agent, they mm-hmm. wanted to re-sign him, but they weren't willing to pay him what the Eagles did, which is laughable right, now. which turns out. Smart. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, but that leads into one of the only things that they did. Well, let's talk Denver. We talked about it. They added Randy Gregory. They've retained some things. Mm-hmm. They added Russell Wilson. They don't really have a whole lot of room to do anything else. Yeah. That's the team. It is. And I don't... Russell Wilson's an improvement over Drew Locke. Will agree. A huge. And Teddy huge, Bridgewater. Huge improvement. Huge improvement. Pretty good. Pretty good improvement over... Really big over Drew Locke. Pretty good over Teddy. Pretty big over Teddy. I mean, I would say huge. He'll be much more even than... Teddy had some... And he'll be better. Yeah. Russell Wilson can be as good as Teddy Bridgewater on his off days. Every bit of it, if not better. I Russell Wilson is a way better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. I don't see this working very well. I I just don't think it's going to work in the division. I think they're going to be a good team that's going to get beat by great teams in their division. I mean, I think the Chargers are are great. I mean, they've added huge pieces. The Chiefs are obviously a great team. And the Raiders, they're no slouch. So, I just... Yeah, especially... so It's just right. so congested. Um, we'll get more to the Raiders. Uh, Amari Cooper was traded to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the Cowboys sent Cooper and a sixth for a fifth and a sixth. Mm-hmm. So, they swapped six. And traded a fifth-round fifth pick, yeah. Um, which some people couldn't believe that Amari Cooper was traded for a fifth-round pick. They were going to cut him. And it was going to cost $13 million yeah. to cut him. But they were going to to save the cap space. Yeah, Dallas, yeah. They so, were happy to get anything back. So they don't have to pay his contract. So they saved $20 million and got a free draft pick. Yeah. That's... That's why the trade happened. That was their plan. Yeah, good for them. And uh, 
The Browns needed a number one receiver. Yeah. Jarvis Landry is not. I don't think Jarvis is number Jarvis is a great receiver. He is, but he's not a number one. Agreed. Um Again, I go back to the, like the comparison for Jarvis is Heinz Ward. I think it fits very well with what yeah. he does and how he acts on the field. And I, I don't disagree that they similar players. I'd love to see him in Kansas City. He would, would fit love. ridiculous well in Kansas City. Love it. I don't know that I'd love to see it, but <laughs> but he would fit really well. All right. Um, we talked about, or I don't know if we did or not, Couple other wide receivers. Uh, Christian Kirk got an absurd <laughs> amount of money from Jacksonville. Four years, seventy-two million dollars for Christian Kirk. Why? I don't know. What is Jacksonville smoking? <laughs> what is happening? What? Did, what did Gallup get? Fifty. I gotta find it again here. It was not near that. And Michael Gallup is a better player every day of the week than Christian Kirk is. Gallup went five years, 57 and a half. That's a bargain compared to... What in the heck is Jacksonville doing? I They're just wasting money. I have no idea. You mean to tell me you'd rather have him than pursue Jarvis Landry or something? Like, it just... Yeah, so Gallup got paid by the Cowboys, which he tore his ACL, which I don't think this gets talked about enough. He tore his ACL on the jump up to catch a ball which he then caught yeah. and scored a touchdown. He did. Caught it and came down with it. Heck of a play. That's how you get paid. Heck of a play. <laughs> I mean, that's great. He, But he's that guy like in the end zone that can go up and get all those balls. Um, I think that's most of the big receivers. I don't think there was really anything else. There was a couple tight ends. Uzama went from Cincinnati to New York Jets. Um, um, Ingram is in Jacksonville as well now, one-year deal. I think Jacksonville's made some good moves. I like Ingram. I think they overpaid for some of them. Yeah. Uh, But they were talent-deprived. They were. I also think Miami's made some great great acquisitions. I think Cedric Wilson there. They signed another receiver, too, I thought. Let me find it here. Um, I can't remember. Um, but they made some good moves. Now, one weird thing did happen during like all the quarterback trading stuff in the middle of it. I was making a sandwich in the kitchen and I saw a notification on my watch that said Vikings trade Kirk cousin to Miami for Tua Tagovailoa and Xavier Howard. And I went, what? Never saw it again. Couldn't yeah. find the notification. Couldn't. It just didn't appear. Yeah. And I was like, there was too much detail in there for me to actually make that up. <laughs> like, that was a lot of detail. Like, it was like Kirk Cousins and a third round pick for Xavier Howard and Tua. And I was like, I don't. That's a big trade. I can kind of see that working out for both because Xavier, maybe not Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard's worth more than anybody else on that deal by a lot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Byron Jones and yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, that didn't happen. Kirk Cousins got an extension. Uh, Tua seems to be, or Mike McDaniel seems to be, all aboard the Tua train. Well, they signed Teddy Bridgewater. Back up. Think so? 
a little QB competition. They also signed uh, Chase Edmonds. I didn't see that's that. Right, Chase that's right. That's a good move. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of stuff that's happened. There's been a lot of players move more than we've seen in the last couple of years. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that the COVID protocols are it's gone. over, yeah. And they can actually, like, do things. Right. It's not a, yeah. Everyone was just kind of like hunkered down and waited out. There are some things that you can do just as well virtually as anything else. I think scouting and like doing these player acquisitions, pretty hard to do remotely yeah, without not being in a room. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, I think that's most of it. The Raiders, they um, re-signed Max Crosby, released Carl Nassib. Uh, signed Chandler Jones and traded for Yannick Ngwakwe. Uh, I think Ngwakwe is in Indianapolis. Yeah, they traded Ngwakwe away to Indianapolis. For? For Rock Yassin. Oh, yeah, the cornerback. Yeah. So they signed Chandler Jones, got Ngwakwe out, and then got yeah. a corner right. in return. Good move. That works, yeah. Um, the defensive lines in the AFC West are stupid. They are. You've got Crosby as the Did headliner. Did we talk about the Superchargers? No, we haven't talked about the Chargers, and we haven't talked about my team yet. Well, we're getting there. Okay. Okay. So the Superchargers, <laughs> they traded to get Khalil Mack. Yeah. Who also went for a bag of balls. Yeah. Nothing. Um, yeah. They they signed J.C. Jackson. That's that's really big. I like yeah. that a lot. JC I was Jackson. really wanting Pittsburgh. I was like, do something. How about J.C. Jackson? Help Joe Hayden because Joe Hayden's not a number one. But. So you can make arguments. So like Stephon Gilmore, Jalen Ramsey, J.C. Jackson are like the top tier of corners. Uh, I don't know if I put J.C. Jackson up there with Ramsey. I don't know that I would quite either. And Gilmore. Like Ramsey and Gilmore like cover lockdown. Yeah. Maybe the only person, uh, Terrell, out of Atlanta. He's very oh, good. Oh, he is good. He's very good. What happened, whatever happened to Marshawn Lattimore down in New Orleans? Uh, I believe. Uh, so he came out of the gates hot his rookie year. Yeah, I don't really know anyway, what happened. But he anyways, just like faded. Um. And then sort of, I think J.C. Jackson, and then you have some other guys that sort of pop up. Does in he go in the Xavier Howard category? I think Xavier Howard, J.C. Jackson, even yep. Diggs, kind of in that category. I would, I would be all right with that. Like, it's not the top, top tier, but yeah. it's like right. These are really good corners. They are. And and there's not a lot of them. No. <laughs> Very thin. There was a person at the Combine, which we'll talk about later, who said maybe some of these wide receivers that are running four threes, maybe they should start thinking about flipping around and playing defense. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to make a lot of money playing yeah, defense. And it's a lot less competitive. Right. I mean, not and that there's not a lot of DBs, but so the top of it is so thin. You look at – so that's essentially what Diggs did going into college. Yeah. He was a wide receiver. Flipped around. Alabama with their ridiculous depth of wide receivers. Yeah. And he flipped over to corner – he has great ball skills. He does. He's very fast. He's right. long. It's a good corner yep. recipe. So it is. I would expect to see more of that, I think. I think it would be cool to see more of that. Mm -hmm. And a good move for some of those guys. Right. Because they'll struggle to ever make a name from themselves on offense. They flip around. Yeah. But. but the Chargers have vaulted themselves, in my opinion, to one of the best teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. 
because Herbert is just getting better and yep. better. Yep. Uh, Brandon Staley, it was his first year. Yep. And he did a good job. Hopefully does better with some of the, again, six points is more than three points. Yeah. But three points some, is more than no points. It was, it was absolute bonehead, some of his stuff. I yeah. hope that he learns and then adjusts. Yeah. That's my hope. And some of the analytics stuff, Stop I hope it. it goes away. Yeah. Um, but for your team, the big news. Big news here. Got a new quarter. Your quarterback will not be Mason Rudolph. It will not be, which is exciting. That's good news. It, and the even better news is that it's not going to be Dewey Haskins either. <laughs> that's 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 really good. Uh, we went and got Mitch Trubisky. Woo hoo! I think. I mean, so I, it was a very cheap deal. It was. It very short. Was it two years? I I believe. Yeah, two year, fourteen million. Yeah, up to twenty seven with incentives. Right. But yeah. So here's why it makes sense. He's mobile. He has a very good arm. He does. Um, the time that he spent in Buffalo, I think, was probably the best thing that ever happened to him. I'm hoping he comes out of there a changed man a little I think, bit. I think he will be, and I think Matt Canada's system will probably work really well with him. I'm hoping. That's the whole thought process behind it. It is. That's why I said it. Yeah, long time ago you did. Beginning of last year. You did. Long time ago you did. Uh, I'm not... I, as, as soon as I heard the news, I was like, "Jeez, ah, why do we like? Why are we wasting our time?" I gotta say, since I've sat on it, I'm not as upset about it. I'm a little excited to see how he does. I mean, if you think like a couple years, like he had a very, very productive season in Chicago. He did. He had a pretty good year in Chicago, which is hard to do, right? In Chicago, <laughs> so I'm hoping that you know Chicago was. As much part of the problem as he was, it's been a few years. He spent time in Buffalo with Josh Allen, with the bowl, with some really good offense mm-hmm. quarterback guys. I'm hoping he's learned, he's matured, and Pittsburgh system suits him well. So I'm excited to see what happens. I, you know, i got to be honest, I'm looking forward to some more big plays this year. We've been very devoid of big plays and seeing the ball go down the field in the air for very long. So he can do that at least. He can throw it hard. So, you know, I'm kind of excited. I'm looking forward to it. New new things, new times. Things are changing in Pittsburgh, which has never happened before in my lifetime. But yeah, so I'm pulled for Mitch. Let's go. I I think it's the best move they could have made. The only other move that I think would have been, I think even remotely close, would have been Mariota. I like Trubisky more than Mariota, and I think Mar I think Trubisky's a better passer. I would agree. And just as mobile. And not as injury prone. Yeah, he seems to be a little thicker. Yeah. Still very athletic. He is. Oh, he moves well. But so, I, I would, given the choice, I right. like Trubisky over We're going Mario. to walk through some free agents. All right. And we're going to pick where we think they might sign. It's like just throwing darts blindfolded with these guys. Uh, For some of it, yeah. But I think... Some of them, I have some ideas that may be a little off. <laughs> well, I don't really know. That. They might be right. They might not be. All right. So Deshaun Watson, who has to get traded. 
Yeah. It's a, apparently everyone in the NFC South and Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good options. way to put it. Uh, 49ers snuck up there. Um, I, what do you think? I, I mean... So if you had to pick between Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland... Which are the big ones. They are. I don't think San Francisco really made it very far in that. Well, they're I don't know that they're ready to go hundred yeah, percent because they've think, got Trey Lance. Right. I think, so I think they, the rest of these teams are like Watson or Bust. I think they checked just to see like what is the cost. Yeah, I agree. And then saw it. And they went, mm, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't like Atlanta as much. I just I think Atlanta stinks. Yeah. I think their wide receivers are Calvin Ridley can't play for a year because yeah. he <laughs> he's stupid. Yeah. Um, the the I whole just thing don't, is the whole I, thing's stupid with him. It is, but I just don't see Atlanta happening. Um, I think it's Carolina or Cleveland, to be honest. That's where I think it fits. I think Carolina would probably be willing to give up the most to get him because they are quarterback hunting they are big time but i also think if deshaun watson got to choose he would probably rather end up in In cleveland Cleveland. i think there's a better team around him by far in cleveland i agree with that he's got a really good o-line he's got nick chubb he's got some talent in the receiver with amari cooper coming around and in a good defense he goes there there's a good chance Maybe some of these other receivers follow. Yeah. So like Juju. That'll want to go play with him. And I think Juju and Amari Cooper, uh, they did release Hooper, which I don't – I liked Hooper. I thought he was good. He's solid. Um, and they released J.C. Treader. That one made no sense. He's a good offensive lineman. He is good. He'll get picked up. Pittsburgh, <clears throat> please. Dallas. <clears throat> <laughs> Help Mitch. <laughs> Help Mitch. Um I think Cleveland, I could see Carolina, and only Carolina if the Texans just want to get him completely out of the AFC. Yeah. So you don't like New Orleans? No. I there's just so much drama in New Orleans. Dude, they're met they are they're a disaster, right? That's my thing. Yeah. So I can't decide if that helps or hurt. I was like, I don't know. Does it just seem like it, coach? it it just seems like, like mm-hmm. Dennis Allen's the coach. They have no cap space. Right. Kamara is not really interested. The, uh, Thomas. What is Michael does. Thomas doing? I agree. It just feels like Atlanta and New Orleans are kind of train wrecks. Yeah. So I agree with you that Carolina or Cleveland. Garoppolo. <sighs> Indy. That makes sense. It does. You think it's him or Mariota, right? In Indy? I think so. They've got to go get one of those guys. Yeah. Mario's the next one on the list. So it and I think it really depends on what Deshaun Watson does. Because he's the big domino to fall, right? right? Once he falls, then Garoppolo, Mariota, um and we haven't talked about Baker sending his goodbye letter to Cleveland. He's yeah. out and yeah. Cleveland's like they promised to work on getting him traded. Yeah. So Baker could go to one of these places. Baker in Indy also makes sense. 
I guess everyone in Indy makes sense because I don't think you have to be a great quarterback. You just have to be able to turn around and hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Right. As much as humanly possible. Yeah, which Baker should be good at because he did that with Chubb. He did it with Chubb. So. I think they have a better defense and a better offensive line. I agree. I agree. That makes sense. It's, Baker, a, it's a desirable spot for quarterbacks Baker to be. Baker to Indy. Uh, Jameis Winston's still out there, too. Yeah, which honestly, I like him as much or more as I like. Maybe Garoppolo I'd take ahead of Winston. But I would take Winston before I took Mariota or Baker. I would. Some of these guys are going to get cheap one-year backup deals. They are. And I, I think they're probably going to get signed by some of these teams that are And maybe a Seattle mess. for some of these, too. Cause right. Seattle's still in the hunt. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Seattle's and happy. And Gino. Yeah, well. I thought Gino played good when he came he in did. last year. He so, made me proud for a few minutes there. Right. Which, by the way, on YouTube, you can go back and watch the old bowl games. So I watched uh, the Sugar Bowl versus Georgia. Yeah. Dude. That was the so, good days. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. It was just like, oh man, this Steve Slate's a freshman. <laughs> Jeez, he's he's eight yards downfield. You know what was cool? I saw a video. I don't know how old it is. I think it's old, but they walked around the barstool office. They're like, "Who's the most underrated college football player of all time?" Like nobody talks about it anymore. And one of the guys were like, "Probably the same player. Both played for the same school: Tavon Austin, Noel Devine." And I was like, "Yeah." Tavon Austin doesn't get as much like college football hype as he should. No, and I think Pat White. Oh, Pat that, White, man. Oh, dude, he was just. Pat White was such the cool. Man, that team with Pat White, Owen Schmidt, and Steve Slate, and Darius Raynaud was the best. That was the most fun football team ever. I went back and watched the Sugar Bowl. I went back and watched uh, whatever game they played against North Carolina. Was it the Gator Bowl? Uh, I don't know. The Tostitos Bowl was a good one. Yeah, I watched that one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just so much. And maybe, maybe the greatest college football NCAA, you know, video game team of all time as well. You can't catch Pat White. Just great. Just great. I don't great. know what I wrote down here. I don't know. We're in the guessing where quarterbacks are going to go area. Yeah. Oh, did you write something about golf at the end? No. Okay. There's another player that I heard down. I have, n- <laughs> <laughs> I have the quarterbacks and then some other. Oh, okay. Wagner. Oh, Bobby Wagner. <laughs> yeah. It does not look like. I'll show you after this. It doesn't look like Wagner. <laughs> Made no sense. Um, all right. So I think. Any of those guys could go to Indy. Someone's going to end up in Carolina. Yeah. Someone's going to end up in um, New Orleans, I assume. Yeah. They might bring Jameis back. If, Maybe. Which would make sense. It would. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how those, some of those fall. Because uh, the rookie quarterback class, I watched the combine. Christmas. Um, the guy from Kansas State, Skylar Howard. Something like that. Skylar Thompson. I know who you're talking about. Whatever his I, I name was. Hey, not good. <laughs> he was one of the quarterbacks at the combine. I was like, oh, so yeah. really weak draft. There was a guy from Brown. I thought it looked awesome. It's just a, I think Malik Willis is a super cool. Like, I, I think he's awesome. He's the only guy I've got hope for in this draft class. But he needs a year. 
Like he's not ready. Yeah. But he looks he has a He's the only guy I've got hope for. Man, really. some of those dudes had some absolute cannons. <laughs> the guy from Nevada, Carson Strong, that guy. What a last name. Yeah. Fit. Man, do you remember Ryan Mallett yeah. out of Arkansas? I loved Ryan Mallett, dude. Dude, I again, we just want to see guys launch balls. Yeah, we do. Get them. Just stand them on the goal line and let them throw it. Yeah. Stand out there with a the little flag and see who can chuck it into the other end. Zone. Yeah. We want to watch that. Yeah, we do. It sounds simple, and it's going to be the most fun thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So some defensive players. Uh, Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. I think we both sort of agree here. I think San Francisco is the likely landing spot. And if it's not San Francisco, I think it's Dallas. Unfortunately. But I don't think. Dallas is going to take some work because I don't know what kind of contract and what he's looking for. If he goes to Dallas, it'll. I mean, like you said, Dallas. So you probably don't able, want to pay. Huge. You should be able to offer less in Dallas than San Fran, right? Mainly because of the state income tax. California way more. Yeah, tax. way up, way up. Uh, but I, that one's the one I'm not sure about for Dallas. But I think San Francisco makes sense. It does. And he's want, he wants to. Like, yeah, and then him and Fred Warner, that's a good duo. Yeah, it is. And you uh, got Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa does not get enough credit. That yeah, guy he's is. He's good. He's really good. He's better than Joey. By far. Yeah. Uh, Von Miller. I, I think a re-sign is actually really likely for Von Miller. So, L.A. seems to think that he's likely to re-sign. Yeah. The Randy Gregory situation changes all of that. So, hear me out. <laughs> I don't know. I still like the resign after that, I, but I understand. I get it. But the Randy Gregory situation changes it because in Dallas, he still gets to play opposite another really good defensive end. Demarcus Lawrence is still very good. He is really good. People like he gets sort of lost in all the shuffle. Of no, these, I, he's one of the better. Like he's really good. Like he is, and even if his sack numbers aren't there, he's. Always he's very good. He impacts across the board. I don't remember what games it was, but over the last couple of years, I've watched more than one game where it's just like, would somebody block 90? Like he's, he's ruining he's ruining the game. Would someone block him? But then, you know, Parsons in the middle and what he can do, that's got to be exciting for him. Mm-hmm. Also, he has a home just outside. He went to Texas A&M. He lives close to Dallas. Um, one of his good friends who played with him in Denver, DeMarcus Ware, former Cowboy. Yeah. Um, has been recruiting him mm. <laughs> to Dallas. Um, I think that makes a ton of sense. It does. But the, the thing that I still like the re-sign, they just won a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald says he's going to do one more, right? He's going to run it back. Yeah. I think Aaron Donald's probably recruiting pretty hard. Everybody in L.A. is saying one more. Let's get, let's do one more. Then Aaron Donald's you know, probably going to call it. I don't think it matters if Von Miller comes back, though, for them. I don't think it – he didn't make that big of an impact. He didn't. I think if he comes back, he's got a chance to make a bigger impact next year than he did this year. But maybe I don't know. I like in Dallas for him. I think it fits for him. I also think it fits for Dallas. It, it makes, makes a lot of se- it makes a lot of sense. But I still like LA. Um, and then the last one's Tyron Matthew, which I'm kind of oh, surprised yeah. he hasn't been signed. Yeah. Top-tier defensive back out there floating around for this long. So, personally, I would love to see him in Dallas because I'd love to have a good safety to maybe protect Trayvon Diggs' ambition for interceptions. (laughs) 
That's you a, know what? Like, I just you saying Matthew, of course, plays for Chiefs. I thought Trayvon Diggs and Daniel Sorensen would be the worst. Could you imagine them being on the same field? No. So the amount of blown coverages where defensive backs are just not close to any receiver would be astronomical. I guess the more frustrating thing is, like Diggs had like eleven interceptions or twelve interceptions, mm-hmm. and they were still throwing his way. When all you had to do was throw it the other side. And Anthony Brown was grabbing everybody. <laughs> it's so, automatic it's DPI every Who time. Who knows where Matthew goes? I think he's going to sign a very small deal. I think this is a little weird. Okay. Tampa Bay. That's not that weird. Ring chase. They need help on defense. He gets to play with the GOAT. Yeah. yeah. I, it makes sense. It's not that I, weird. I can see that. A lot of other people or have done it. Cincinnati. Him and Jesse Bates. Dang, I don't want that. That don't do that. But Go easy on Mitch. Burrow, don't do the it. LSU guys, man, they're tight, dude. They All are, but don't, but don't guys. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, don't do that. I don't. All like right. That. So, uh, last thing we're gonna talk about is the combine. We went over, but we're gonna stay under an hour. Okay. Um, the combine. We do not <laughs> respect. I think most people don't understand how freakish these athletes are. Right? So like Yep. Um Jared Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Six foot six and three quarters or something. Yeah. Almost six seven. Almost six seven. Uh three hundred and forty something pounds. Yeah. Ran a four seven eight forty. I mean that that's that's fast. I don't think people realize how fast that is. That is when you played high school sports, four seven eight was probably the fastest guy on your team. That's yeah. That's I mean that's fast, fast. Like it's not like college fast, but it's high school football real fast. It is. And I mean, and he's a DT. He is. Mo- I mean, that is even in the NFL world. That is linebacker, tight end, fast. Well, not anymore. Tight end. It's tight yes. end. Yes, not. I guess all linebackers. Linebackers are getting faster. They have to. Yeah, they have to because there's receivers right. running four threes all over the place. But that's so fast. Yeah, and I think he's going to run down quarterbacks. So that's the thing. Like Could people, you imagine that guy chasing a quarterback? He is so large of a human. <laughs> he's annoying. He's huge. A massive human. Yep. The biggest person that you've ever met in your life and faster than the fastest person you've ever met in your life. <laughs> that's a good way and to it put it. Make, like I I was trying to tell my wife, I'm like, I don't think I don't think people really she goes, No, I get it. These people who are like really athletic. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not You've never seen anybody that athletic. Like, like is, you don't have a reference for this. There's no comparison to how athletic these people are. Yeah. I did like after he ran that forty, uh, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah on the NFL Network's like, Well, he he will never run another forty in his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Yeah. That pro day is like, I ain't running. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I already check, did that. check the times, boys. Yeah. There it is. Um, and like the wide receivers, these guys are just, it's track fast. 
Yeah, it's four two fast. Which is just four four three. Anything is lightning. Four two is just ungodly. Was there was more sub four four is fast. <laughs> it is fast. It is very like it's ridiculous. Yeah. And there were more sub four four forties than ever before at the combine. That's insane. Speed kills, baby. Um, Ain't first, your last. Shake and bake. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I actually saw uh, there was a punter that got released. Johnny Hecker mm. got released from good, the Rams. Good punter. Very good punter. Good punter. Uh, and they were talking about numbers and averages. And someone was interviewing Pat McAfee, who knows a lot about punting. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, the numbers, because, I mean, they don't really tell you a story. Like, the guy from... Um, uh, the Raiders, Shane Leckler. Uh, yeah, Leckler. He always led the league in net punting. He's like, but they always drafted the fastest people in the draft that stunk at receiver, and they just ended up being gunners on special team. So they had like two, four, two guys on the outside <laughs> that are running run down the punt. He just hit it as far as he could. And they were down there when yeah. it landed. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, like – he had the highest net because he could just bomb the ball as far as he wanted to. Right. He couldn't outkick the coverage. Right. Like, and I was like, oh, I guess I never thought about I that. I hadn't either, but that's a great point. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's all about the combine. Um, I want to talk about golf for a second. This all is right, a, this let's is do a PSA. It. If you go out golfing and you're on the golf course, there is no shame. And letting a single person play through. Not at all. In fact, there's shame in not. Right. Here's the deal. If you have someone that's just pushing you and they're playing by themselves, here's what you do. When you get to the green, mark your balls, step away from the green, say, come on up, let them play through. And then you go back and you putt and then you mess around, hit some chips while they're teeing off on the next hole, let them get going, and then you go to play. And then you can play without someone pushing you. They're not they get to go as fast as they want what to go. What a great idea, JR. That's a perfect system. It should work. It should. Everyone do well, it, that. It does work. It does. Absolutely. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. Just do it. I granted there was a there was a group today that they did mark their ball. Actually, they finished putting out and then told me to come up and waited for me at the next. They sat in their carts and let me sure, go. Sure, I've seen that. Not as efficient, but if you I like the works. I like to mark your ball in the green because then you have something to do. Right. So you don't. Right. It's feel, just not as efficient. You don't feel like you're wasting your time. Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to go. It's more efficient. Um. Uh, and they they waved me up, but if they would have marked their balls and then let me hit. I would have then felt even worse because I missed the green mm. and then had to chip and then putt. And they got to watch me miss short, chip over, putt, putt. You yeah. Know. Um, I had a group the other day on a par three, similar thing. They got up, waved us up, they marked their balls, except they didn't really leave the green. They just kind of stood around the fringe. Mm-hmm. Par three. Right, I, mean, I mean, like, and that's fine. Almost killed them. That's better than. It is. Almost killed them. I hate waiting at the tee box. Yeah, I do too. And you don't want to let someone play through because then you have to sit there and wait. If you do this, you mark your balls, let them hit, let them putt or out. Or if you want to do the tee box, wait, tee off, and then just sit, you know, while they're putting out. You know, if you're in the group of four, 
I don't you, like that either because then when I tee miss off, the fairway, I can never find my ball because I forgot where I hit it. You tee off, let them hit, then you all go out, find them together, let them hit, let them get I ahead to, of you. I need to go find my ball immediately. I'm cool. Well, as in, that's what I'm saying. If you're the single, right? They the group in front tees off and then waits for you. It's like the putting out thing. Mm-hmm. They get up, they hit their tee shots. They said, hey, go ahead, you hit yours. All of them are out there, and I got five balls out there, foursome and you. You go out, find yours first. They kind of pill around the carts. You hit into the green. You finish out the hole. Then yeah, they hit I, again, that works too. Yeah, I mean, I like that one as much or more, honestly. But I like the marking your balls on the green because then you can mess putt around, mm-hmm. hit some little chips, maybe play a little putting game to let the person go out in front of you, then go. So you're not just sitting there waiting on the tee box for right. you know five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, five minutes feels like an eternity. When you're just sitting still, yes. Yeah. So anyways, that's my PSA. Let's be courteous. We're all out there to have fun. Some of us are out there. Like, I'm also walking, right? And people think, need to kill this immediately. People think that people that walk when they're playing golf takes longer. It doesn't. Not true, especially in a group. Right. A foursome Faster. Faster to walk. Faster to walk. Everybody can go their own ball and hit faster. Right. A single person in a cart versus a single person in a walking. If it's cart path only, the walker is faster. If it's cart path only, yes. If it's not, I'll smoke that walker. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but if it's cart path only, you're right. But also, I have walked 18 holes in sub three hours. I've played eight, 18 holes in an hour and 15 minutes in a cart. I know, but like people think... You know, it's going to take but it's longer. not painfully slow. It's right. not. It's faster than your average group playing four hours, four four fifteen right. kind I played, of average time. If I played in more of a straight line and less zigzag across <laughs> yeah. the fairway. That's why it's fast for me to get in the cart. I whack it. It's over in the woods. I just drive right. out in the woods, hit it, get out of the woods. Also, uh, f- get you some sort of GPS thing. Oh, yeah, man. Like this whole like range finder, find a marker in the fairway. We got to get over that. We, we have to speed it up. GPSs are so good. I have Golf Shot, the app for your phone. I think there's like a, you can do a free version. The yearly version is like 30 bucks for like a year. Mm-hmm. But it connects directly to your Golf Handicap Index and it actually posts for you. Yeah. Which is awesome. The Gin app, if you just download the Gin app, it's right. got a GPS. It's pretty good. I've compared it with my, like yeah. I've got a, uh, I forget what brand it is. I think Bushnell. it's a Bushnell. Yeah. I've got a Bushnell GPS. It's very, very close with the Gin. Yeah. So the golf shot, I just like because it also on my watch. Yeah. So like if I go away from my phone, my watch actually has the right. GPS, yeah. which yeah. is awesome. Anyways, let, let's let just make it faster. I'm sick and tired of waiting. On, like I understand also the reading of the greens. My goodness. You don't have to take that long to do it if you're an amateur. This guy. You're going to miss hit the putt anyway. Like, pick your line. Pick your pace. Mm-hmm. Putt the ball. Yeah. You do not need to circle the entire green. My putting has improved since I've gotten faster at that. Yeah. Because. You stay out of your head. Like, you stand there. You can feel the ground under your feet. You can see, like, see the putt, see the pace, and then putt it. Yeah, unless you're on tour, you don't have to walk around. Mine is always, I pick the line, I think. I put my line down. And then I go, I stand over the ball. I look at the line, I look at the hole, and then determine what pace I need for that putt to go in the hole. And then 
I take one practice swing and then look hole, ball, hole, ball, putt. Yeah. That's it. Or sorry, spot. I pick a spot to putt to. Yeah. And then I like to see the whole putt in one thing. I stand behind the ball, I look at the green, I see the putt, I get up, I set my club behind the ball and I hit it. I don't I don't like practice swings with a putter. But I like to stand behind it, see the line, then get up and hit it. Anyways. Doesn't have to take forever. Yeah. We don't need to like Camellio, Vajegas, Spider down yeah, to the Yeah, there's just no sense in it. You are, you're, if you're an amateur, you're going to miss hit the putt anyway. Just hit it. All right. Anyways, um, that's it. I wanted to talk about that because it really bugged me today. It, <laughs> I was very upset about it. Um, I was more upset that I also came up like 20, 30 yards short of every green because I was, as I was explaining to you, I was hitting a toe cut. Which is an impossibility, really. So, uh, for those that don't know what that means, you're you're correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to do. It's bad, and I basically I came over the top, mm-hmm. and then to prevent a slice, opened my hips. Yeah, and held the club face, and then basically released my hands early. But then left the face open yep. so that I didn't turn my hands over and hit a big snap hook. Yeah. But then I was hitting it off the toe with an open face that was closed and hitting this weird cut that doesn't cut. And it just goes. Because there's no grooves. It just kind of flutters out to the there's right no and dies. There's no grooves on the toe, <laughs> right? That's the thing. Like there was, there's, I didn't hit grooves. There's no spin on the ball. It was it's, just metal. And it just sort of like. I I teed off. I hit a perfect four iron. <laughs> like I sat on the tee box with my app mm-hmm. to like, all right, I'm going to hit a four iron, which should go this far. And it leads me this far to the green. There's no reason for game me, plan. There's no reason for me to pull out my driver and make it a fool out of myself. So I didn't. I hit the four iron, flushed it. Perfect. Right in the middle of the fairway. 115 yards in the middle of the green. A little pitch and wedge. I hit this toe cut with a pitching wedge <laughs> that went 70 yards. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have seen that. I would have liked to have seen the look on your face as you were like looking at it. Like, what? Well, what like, the heck? I looked at the ground, and you could see where the club went. <laughs> like, it was like, it got to the ground, and it was also sort of fat. <laughs> like, uh, all these things. It went straight. Like, it went straight, and it had trajectory. But then, just, like, but then just 40 yards short. But, like, yeah, it just didn't go anywhere, which I was like, oh, this is miserable. So I did on the last hole not do that, but also it was so wet that like, I had this short shot. And it was so wet that I was so paranoid of chunking and then just peeling off this massive piece yeah. of dirt and the ball goes five feet. Just scald it. And then I thinned it really bad mm. straight into the face of a bunker. <laughs> I then uh, almost got up and down. So, mm. my bunker play's been good. Hey, my short game, I've only played one round on the course. Short game, really good. Yeah. Give me give me, give me, me a wedge. Give me something to pitch, chip, or wedge into the greens. I am money. So, last Friday when it was 70 degrees. can't get degrees, off the tee box. Right. It was 70 degrees last Friday here. Um, I went out and played 18. Mm-hmm. I got a cart so I could get around faster because there was a lot of other people out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I had limited time. Yeah. I ended up shooting... 84 that's pretty good that's good uh it was not going that well (laughs) i finished par par birdie birdie par Woo! 
You flurry to finish. Look at that. Seven holes, two under. Dang. I lipped Hot out a, finish. I lipped out a 10-foot birdie putt on the last hole. Wow. To go birdie, birdie, birdie to finish. Wow. Which would have been great, but also that tells you how horrible. The rest of it was. Yeah. I did a similar thing last weekend. I started hot. I was even or one under through seven. I don't know. I, was, I think I was even through seven. I think a bogey seven made me even. I was playing pretty good. I proceeded to go triple, double, double. Yeah. I, I shot 80. I never bounced back from that. I kind of leveled out after. Never bounced back. Yeah. Just abysmal stretch there of holes. Were, there were several holes that I was trying to calculate my layup on par fours because my drive was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not left, right. Just like it like, didn't. It just didn't go. Yeah. Which I'm partially thinking it was some of the old golf balls I was using that just sort of like <laughs> they didn't do anything. <laughs> They're, they're just like dead. Yeah. It also could have been my toe cuts. So we're not 100% sure. You hit weird shots at the beginning of the year. I do. I hit shots in the first like 10 rounds of golf that I don't see for the rest of the year. So I did that one of the first pars. Um, I was in the bunker. And I thought that I flew past the hole. But I was hitting just fantastic bunker shots. It hit one hop and spun back to like three inches. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I've never done that before in my life. And then they cut the greens today. None of that. Not happening. <laughs> and I had it working with the wedges, I'm telling you. Then the first uh in the first seven holes, uh, I ripped two chips back like that. They were like fifty yards. They were pitches. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know, this just feels like a low one that you want to you want to just shoot it in there and rip it. And I did it both. I was like, Psh. I both within five feet, four feet of the hole, just yeah. money. So the greens were aerated. And They're now, punching ours tomorrow. So they already punched them. And so they were punched and they weren't cut. Oh, Friday. yeah. A lot of traction. Yeah. A lot of traction. <laughs> yeah. So everything was spinning. Yeah. I, I think I got up and down out of four bunkers that day. Mm-hmm. Not all of them were for par. <laughs> But you, but you got up and down. Yeah. Uh, and then today, it was a little bit more tricky. Yeah. Because <laughs> they had cut them. Which, by the way, on Sunday, I had to shovel a foot off my foot of snow off my truck to get my golf clubs out to go buy stuff to repaint my kitchen. So <laughs> that was pretty demoralizing. So, yeah. Anyways, all right. We're almost went completely over. Yeah. We've, so, we've blown our timeline away out of the water. There we go. If you guys want to know how our golf game's going. Yep. I. Not bad. I, it's a good start to the year. Yeah. So One round I, under my belt. I think I'm not displeased. 44, 84, 44. I'll take it. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, it's getting better. I scored really well with some clubs that I sh- no business. I sent you that first one. I made three 20-foot putts. Yeah. One of them was uphill into the wind. <laughs> You took a half swing at that thing. I hit it a foot past the hole, and it rolled back down. (laughs) You backed up a putt. It was the same hole I was telling you about where I was short-sided. Yeah. Oh, I I know exactly how that ball came back down the hill, though. It is steep. It is steep right there. Yeah, but it was hilarious because I hit it on the right side past the hole, and then it just came right back in. I just laughed. Beautiful. that was for double. Um, <laughs> That's when all of them go in. Right. I've never birdied a hole with a putt like that in my life. Only for bogeys, double bogeys, triple bogeys. Yeah. If I knocked in 20, 30 footers. 
It's the yeah. only time they go in. I will tell you what, when you got like a 10 foot putt and you're feeling confident, you walk up and just sort of bang it right into the pin and it drops in the hole. Tell you what, the old guys standing around are like, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> Uh, the old yeah. guys putt a lot better than I do. That's that's part of my problem. Uh, you need a new putter. Maybe I don't know. I need I needed I, somebody else holding the putter. I think is my problem. <laughs> that would fix a lot of things. Yeah. Tell you what, you drive, chip, I'll putt. Let's do it. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week. Uh, we'll be back maybe two weeks. I don't know when's the draft. When's that happen? I honestly couldn't tell you the date. I don't know. The NCAA March Madness starts. We didn't do a bracket challenge because, well, I forgot. Yeah, same here, honestly. It started today. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know. I've I'm people, really out of the loop. Well, it's I mean, bad. WVU stinks. Yeah, that's why. I when you a, lose, what, 15 games in a row, I was like, I, 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 I can't have, do this. I have a coworker who uh, his favorite team is Virginia Tech because that's where he went to school. And uh, he he texted me today. He's like, hey. Uh, Virginia Tech plays at this time. When's WVU play? And I was like, I don't think we've played yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the last time we played was a few months ago. Yeah. What was that class, like tournament in North Carolina or yeah, something? Yeah, there we go. Where we lost to, Everyone. I don't know, some Cinderella story from the year before. Anyways, that's depressing. Um, and uh, Cottrell and Bridges are transferring. Mm-hmm. Cottrell, take it or leave it. I don't really care. Bridges, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. Well, they're entering the transfer. Yeah, I don't They're anyways. entering the portal. They're probably gone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we stunk, dude. They were. I think, we, was it 14 or 15 games consecutively we lost? I don't know. It was bad. Either one is horrific. It was really bad. I love Bob Huggins, but I do too. At some of the at some point, some of this is a lot on him. These are his guys. I I, I tend to agree, but I, yeah, I think he requires a very specific type of player to enjoy playing. He's those lunchbox type him. of guys. He Lord does brings their lunchbox. All right, we're getting to treadmill guys like it's Javon Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I. Baseball is apparently back. Yep, they signed a. There, we've talked about. They banned baseball. the shift. How do you ban the shift? I, so I was talking to our friend uh, basketball mm-hmm. and asked him about it. He's like, I don't. He's, they keep trying to make the game more enjoyable for the fans. It's like, but the person that comes and watches two innings pays for a whole ticket. What do you care if they stay for the whole game? Yeah, like who cares. Like you're you're just ruining the game. You are. And then I did see uh, they're like, oh, what if uh, the NFL band covered two two high safety defenses so the quarterbacks could throw the ball easier? I'm like, but people actually watch football. <laughs> That's the difference. It's part of it. The NFL is not trying to. There was a rule change. All right, we'll talk about it because we have might as well. We don't have time. What does We're it matter? way over. What does it matter? Um, what if you time? if you've made it to this point, you're going to stick with us for yeah. the next five uh, minutes. Two proposals for um, overtime rule changes. Mm-hmm. Two teams submitted that both teams get to the ball in overtime. I don't know what happens after everyone gets the ball. Yeah. Then what happens when you both kick field goals? Or what happens when you both score a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee made a proposal. I love it. Okay. Absolutely. 
both teams get a chance to possess the ball unless the team that gets the ball first scores a touchdown and converts a two-point conversion. Hey, that's pretty good. I like it. I do too. That would Tennessee put that out. I love it. I think that's great. I do too. My only the because only... then you have to decide: Do I want to try to go for two and win, right, or just kick the extra point, let the other let... team have a shot, right? And if you're the other team, but if you go for two, you don't get it. They still get the, the ball, right? The other team goes down, scores a touchdown. They just need an extra point. Extra point. I think it's wonderful. That's entertaining. I like that. I That's the awesome. best proposal I've heard. I think honestly, I think it works. They should consider that. Um, so hopefully they'll do that. And uh, they need to do something about getting rid of ties. Yeah, they. This whole like playing. I the, can't do this tie thing anymore. In the words of Ted Lasso, if you tried to end a tie game in a tie in the USA, that might be the reason for the apocalypse. I mean, and they're the they Raiders need to were eliminate tie. They were, they were going to do it. Thanks, Brandon oh, Staley. Oh my goodness! Thank you, Brandon Staley. Oh. I mean, we didn't do much with the opportunity you gave us, but we appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> I mean, did nothing, <laughs> nothing with the opportunity. But we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, anyways, I hope everyone right. again. Hope you have a good week. That's yep. enough. All yep. right. See, See ya. ya.